Welcome to the Movie Draft Podcast. I'm Ethan Simi, and I'm joined by Ben Lawhorn. Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. <laughs> and Sophie Holsinger. Hi, boys. It's Oppen Mommy here. <laughs> and today, we are drafting 2023 movies in a regular draft. I don't appreciate how both of you used Oppenheimer slang and slander against me. I don't get a quippy intro. I'm, I'm the lock here. So that's a little unfair to start with. I'm going to be honest. We're just setting the tone. That's it. You know, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> I but guess maybe it's maybe karma work, work in your favor and you'll get the first pick. So yeah, yeah. maybe this will come yeah. back and be good for you. One, one can only hope. Um, so this is our very first podcast or very first episode of this brand new podcast that we've started here. The movie draft podcast where we just draft movies. We just talk about movies. We draft them today. We've got a regular draft in the future. We'll have auction auction drafts. We'll have collaborative drafts. Mm-hmm. It's going to be pretty fun, uh, but today we're doing 2023 movies. Um, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit before we get into the draft. But the first thing that I want to say, Sophie, welcome to the show. Ben and I have a pod together, 24 Minutes of A24. So I know Ben. I, I, I understand his movie tastes, his movie strategies. I've even done some drafts with him. You've been on our show one time. You did a musicals collaborative draft with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just curious. Do you care to elaborate on your your energy, your drafting style, what you bring to the dynamic that I'm used to with Ben? Well, boys, I'm I'm a little bit nervous just because, yeah, you guys do have lots of experience together. You know each other. Um, but at the same time, I'm ready to bring it. I am I like not it. scared of either wow. of you. And <laughs> I'll get what I want in the end. You'll see. <laughs> I know that this isn't a video podcast, um, but I, I just want to inform the listeners a little behind the scenes here. Your name on this stream is Oppen Mommy, so you already have an unfair advantage, and you're you're coming in with the smoke. I will admit. Congratulations. Gotta gotta be who I am. <laughs> uh, ben, I'll start with you. Do you think Do you think 2023 was a good movie year? Yeah, I think it was pretty solid. I mean, putting this list together of stuff for us to pick from, there's I don't know that there's really a bad position. Like I know that there's. Um, a specific movie that we all want, but I still don't think you're going to get that's air, movies right? Is in that the third spot? You know, we're still on air, right? We're like team team. Hopefully air gets in the original screenplay. Team, or? Yep. Yep. Okay, exactly. Great. Yep. Feel that's good about the one. That. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it was a good year. Um, I had a good time. I'm excited for this draft. What about you, Sophie? 2023. Good movie year. Yeah, I think it was a great year. I think there's been a lot of discourse on Twitter about which year from the 2020s has been the best. And personally, mm-hmm. I, I do think it was this year. I think there was a lot of different kinds of movies. It was a year where I think I saw a lot and went to festivals and kind of experienced film in a different way. But yeah, I think this was a great year. Lots of good stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm with you as well, Sophie, and I guess you as well, Ben. Um, I think 2023 <laughs> no, was <laughs> <I don't want laughs> pretty good. Look, this is a draft episode, and the more episodes that we have, the the more we're gonna learn about each other and figure out our drafting styles. But I gotta be honest, it, it's it's all about the energy from step number one. So I gotta, mm-hmm. I know I'm at a disadvantage here because I I hype myself up and I get in my own head. And I'm okay sharing that information. I just have to figure out how to deal with that on my level. So <laughs> my, how I deal with that is degrading Ben on, on the pod. Um, I, like I think 2023 was a pretty good movie year. Um, much like you, Sophie, like I attended my first f- film festival. I saw movies in a totally different way. Um, I graduated with a, a master's in film studies. Like I, I, 
am a different movie person than I was a year ago, for sure. And I think 2023 is a big reason for that. I'm really curious to see how our draft shakes out. Like you mentioned, Ben, we we kind of all want one movie. Um, and some of us for earnest reasons and others just to play the play the uh, the devil's advocate. Um, hey, well, listen, <laughs> it's all strategy. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we're here for. We're here for the votes. We're here for the votes. Okay. this That's a great segue. So, Sophie, I want to start out with you. When we're drafting, are you... Are you, are you, is your preference to draft with your heart or with your head? Are you going for a team that when you look at the graphic next week, when it hits Twitter, you're going to be like, that's my team. Or are you trying to be like, I'm getting this group of Twitter heads in. I'm getting this group of Twitter. They're going to vote for me. Are you going for the votes? I'm going with my heart for sure. And I think, Mm. I think my people will appreciate that. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fandoms out there and mm-hmm. i think it's easy to want to appeal to them but i gotta stick with what i know what i love so that's what i'm doing it, well, it does, sounds like it's it, down to you and me ethan so it's exciting <laughs> we'll, we'll see who wins that's great i was gonna say it sounds like uh sophie's going the way of the cr heads here and just sticking to what mm-hmm. she knows and um uh, just <laughs> taking a graceful defeat at every draft so um Ben, Ben, are you are you nervous? Are you worried? This is our first draft ever, man. I know that us three we've drafted before, and Ben, you and I have drafted previously mm-hmm. in episodes. But like, this is this is the tone setter for our show. Um, I, how are you feeling? Uh, everything I do on this pod is in service of Purple Rain and getting justice for it. <laughs> so I'm excited. I'm I'm glad that that can't get vetoed today. Um, obviously not qualified for a lot of reasons, but everything I do is going to be to avenge Purple Rain. Yeah. Um, look, I feel no remorse over vetoing Purple Rain on the on the 24 minutes of the 24 <laughs> musical collaborative draft. Just like Sophie fucking conned us at the end with the number one spot. I feel played. So much like you, Ben, I have vengeance to seek here on this yeah. episode. I, I'm out for blood. I'm out for I'm out for me. I want to win. Bring it on, boys. Uh <laughs> strategies going into the draft. Are, is anybody willing to share? How much how much do you want to open up to uh, you know, each other, the listeners, about what might transpire for either of you? I I mean, putting my list together. Honestly, I feel like I'll be happy with even my third selection in every category. Ah, interesting. Not to say that I'll get that because there's obviously some crossover on some of these things, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm honestly just like I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> let's just let's get into it. I'm excited to see what happens. So yeah, if I, I, think I feel if, similarly. OK, so if I could just like vamp and stall between mm-hmm. every single pick for as long as possible, <laughs> just ideal. like throw off your mental. Exactly. That would be, okay, that'd be great. Um, I I'm gonna definitely try to do that. I um, listeners of of 24 minutes of 824 might might know this. Um, I have a tendency to try to over prepare and over plan, um, and then talk myself out of very reasonable smart choices. Um, yeah. because I I hit the the red panic button. Um, and Ben can attest to this. Just a few hours ago, Ben, I was I was texting you multiple text messages at one time of like, Hey, I just drank a coffee and we're recording in three hours. And I watched Maestro a couple weeks ago and I need to talk to you about it. So that's where I'm at mentally coming into this draft. And (laughs) I can't tell if that's good or bad. Um, we're going to see like how that shakes out for me. Um, I really just, I hope the best 
ultimately I'm just trying not to not to get swept here. Um yeah. But I am the one that texted our group and I was like, you guys are going to get dusted. So <laughs> That's true, you did. We'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens here. So we are doing a regular draft. Now, I mentioned in the future we're going to be doing auction drafts. Mm-hmm. We're going to have some guests on. That's where each of us get $1,000 to bid on certain movies, certain um, directors' movies, actors' movies, what, what have you. Uh, and then collaborative drafts where we're going to work together, essentially, to rank a certain number of Movies, um, part of maybe a, a movie universe, a director, a director's filmography, um, or things of that nature. But today, regular draft, snake style, one, two, three, three, two, one. Um, we're going to be drafting six categories. Yeah, and I feel like this is a good one to start the pod with. Not only for the fact that we we just ended twenty twenty three a few weeks ago. By the time this recording comes out, um, but it is a little bit more strategy oriented because we do have the six categories and Ben, you mentioned there are different movies that can apply to different categories. So we'll really see how things start to to play and shake out. If one of us is going to be an agent of chaos or not. Um, here's the six categories that we're going to be drafting drama, comedy, action, horror, animated box office of a hundred million dollars or more domestically in the United States and a wild card uh, category as well. You guys good have with you, that? Yeah. Have you figured out where you're going to draft Sound of Freedom? Because I know that's like a big <laughs> one for you this year. So yeah. Well, wild card. Who knows? That's actually good. That's that's going to be the um, JMO adjacent spinoff okay. on um, on the Patreon. Um, like get yeah, get CR and Sean on for that one, and <laughs> we'll we'll do a Sound of Freedom draft. Um, actually, we'll just stick to that movie specifically. Um, are you guys ready? Ready yeah. as I'm gonna be. Oh, okay. This, I don't. This spin is so crucial. This is it's so crucial. Been. So, we have a spinner. Ben, did you clear your cookies? Did you clear your sure. cachets? Are we clear on yeah, all of these we're things? We're good. We're good to go. This is in no way favoring me. Okay. I Maybe. that sounded really suspicious, but <laughs> my heart is beating very quickly. We have a spinner. Oh. Uh, very crucial. Who gets the first pick? To, I I feel like um Ben, give it a whirl. Let's do it. Oh my god. First oh my pick god. of the first ever movie draft podcast and it's going to be No. Yes. <laughs> yes. The spinner oh. was on my name for oh. a very long time and it just inched over to Ben. Inched over. It's been real, you guys. The draft guys. is over. Sophie, if you want to change your name, you can cuz I'm off of mommy now. So <laughs> Uh, All right, let's see who's going to draft in the middle here. If I draft third, I this is rigged. There's no question about it. Ooh, ooh, uh, uh, oh, I feel okay. good. Ethan in second place. Here we Ethan go. Ethan in second. Sophie, okay. you've got the last draft. You are at the turn, so you get yeah. picks three and four. Yeah. You mm-hmm. look stressed out. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little stressed, but, you know, I, I don't really know where you where you're going with this ethan so who knows i could i could be <laughs> lucky. true okay <laughs> so a... you're hoping you're hoping that i don't know what's going on so that way you can benefit from my my lack you're of human, you're a human <laughs> wild card like we have no idea what's gonna <laughs> yeah. happen so who knows it's true uh, it's true um i'm looking at my planning sheet here and i've got one two three distinctly different like hey this is how things could go mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do feel like a human wild card a little bit. Um, Ben, you've got the first overall pick 
of the first draft of the movie draft podcast. Oh, 2023 man. movies. What are you going to take? And can we just, let's just move on. Let's just make I mean, it happen. <laughs> it's got to be the movie of the year, right? Something that we've all collectively seen f- at least 14 <laughs> times now. So that's exciting. Um, yeah, I'm obviously going to take Chris Nolan's Oppenheimer. Uh, I I think I'm going to do it in box office. I think I'm going to take it there. Ah. There's a lot of good options, but um, the other categories I think it might qualify for. I have other movies that I want to take there. So Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. again, arguably the movie of the year. We're going to see what happens with the Oscars and stuff. Obviously part of the whole Barbenheimer thing. Barbie grows to more, but I think Oppenheimer for what it did for being a biopic of this length and this, you know, pace, all that kind of stuff. Like it's obviously proved to be super successful. Um, I will say, I think you both will be happy. I, I didn't do my newest review on letterbox after rewatching it, but I'm bumping it up a whole star after a rewatch. I actually really, we did it. We won. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It's, it's going up. It was good on a rewatch. I really enjoyed it. So you know, as much as I was like shitting on you guys, or like, oh, I'm gonna take it with the first pick, whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm actually really happy to get it because I do think it's a it's a really good movie. Um, it's still not like obviously my favorite of the year by any means, but it has to be the first pick of this draft. So Oppenheimer in box I, office. I think it's I think it's a little bit of a low blow that you're like, oh, I'm gonna steal Oppenheimer from you guys, but hey, guess what? I bumped it up a whole star, uh, yeah, guys. Look at me. Star. Yeah. And you're like trying to make us feel happy for you. So I don't now, fucking yeah. care, Ben. <laughs> I don't care. It's not on my team. I'm just trying to soften the blow, that's all. I'm sad, but at least honestly the star makes me feel a little bit better. Maybe mm. you deserve it a little bit. I appreciate that. But what <laughs> what is it up to now? What what does that star bump it up to? Two stars. Oh God. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, a, that this is crucial information. Uh, I think it's four stars now. I gave it three um, on the initial watch. So okay. I would give it four now. It's okay. good. It's a good movie. Well, what can I say? You only have to watch it like six more times to eventually get it up to five stars. We'll yeah, exactly. Incrementally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> I, much like you, if I had gotten the first round pick, I would have chosen Oppenheimer and Blockbuster. I think that's a very smart play. Mm. Um. You as well, Sophie? Yep, that would have okay. been the pick. Okay, that would have been the pick. So it seems like, Ben, you made a collective good just good decision. Um, nice job. I love it, yeah. Okay, so I'm next up. I have the second pick. Um, I am. I, I feel like this is not really in question. Ben, especially you, I'm sure you're going to find a way to question my morals and decisions um, and qualms on this one. Um, I'm going to question, I think, all of your category placement, I feel. like That's what I'm worried about here. Like, guys, how funny is Killers of the Flower Moon? Am I right? You know, you it's knew a that I was movie. going somewhere with this one. <laughs> how much action actually does take place in Killers of the Flower Moon? Um, I am going to select Killers of the Flower Moon. I'm going to be taking it in drama um, okay. I would have I would have taken it taken it in blockbuster, of course, but it did not cross the hundred million dollar domestic threshold. I believe it only crossed like sixty three million oh, or wow. something like that. Um, part of the the very large toxic Twitter discourse of making art. Um, so I'm gonna be taking Killers of the Flower Moon in uh, drama. This is my third favorite movie of the year, and I just feel like in this draft, especially like. Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon. Like those are those are that's the one two punch that we have available from 2023 um that are 
the most important, the the greatest, the most talked about, the most instrumental films of the year. Um, I love Killers of the Flower Moon. I think it's one of the smartest, riskiest things that Scorsese has done. Mm-hmm. Um, and a really fascinating watch, um, especially in the context of, of 2023 as a whole for like filmmakers, but it's, it, you know, more dialed into Scorsese as a filmmaker and, and his battle with time and legacy and stories and how he makes movies. Um, we're going to be covering Killers of the Flower Moon on 24 Minutes of 824 uh, for the, um, the Oscars season that we're going to mm-hmm. be doing. So we'll talk more there, but I'm happy with this pick. I think. Until somebody tells me otherwise. <laughs> I mean, if you're happy with it, we're happy for you. You know, don't I... don't pull an Oppenheimer quote on my ass, Ben. If you're happy. I'm happy. You don't get to say that, okay? I'm, I'm just saying maybe it wouldn't have been my number two pick, but you know, you got to live course. your life. You got to live your life. I knew you were going mean, to say that. Ethan, this is this is why I love you because that is my one too as well. So even though I'm I'm upset right now. I think I respect the pick because, yeah, those are the two movies that stand out to me in 2023. I think those are going to be the two movies that live on um, Mm -hmm. the most in the culture. So, yeah. Yeah. Love it. I agree. Okay, the one-two punch is over. Now you got to come up with a with a with a something. I don't know, an uppercut of some sort, uh, Sophie. (laughs) Third third pick in the draft. All right. Um, Let's see here. I think I'm going to go with the film Past Lives in Drama. Um, This is my third favorite movie of the year. It's Celine Song's debut film. I absolutely love this movie. It it came out of nowhere for me. I wasn't like, I remember when the trailer dropped on Twitter and everyone was really excited about it. Um, I was also excited, but didn't fully watch the trailer. I'm not really doing that these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of went into it blind and just loved it so much. It's such a great New York movie as someone who's living in New York right now. I think it's a great just like walk and talk movie. Um, the performances are incredible. I sob every single time. And it's just a movie that I think about a lot. Um, I think the themes are just very prevalent and yeah past lives is is a masterpiece i can't wait to see what celine song does next mm-hmm. so yeah past lives drama that's a solid yeah. pick I these mean, are my yeah. these are my one two and three movies of the year yeah past nice. lives number two yep. killers number three yeah um i think it's kind of unanimous that like these are the th- these are the three um i don't best but like m- most like cinematic quote unquote of like the year, the most movie movies. Um, Mm -hmm. And Ben and I recently dove into past lives a little bit on our show. Um, I just like, can't rewatch it. It makes me cry too much. Um, That's how I know it's a good movie. Yeah. yeah, It's a great pick. Yeah. Yeah, Also one of my favorite scores of the year. Mm. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a beautiful score. Yeah. This is my number one of the year. Um, But Sometimes you just got to take that, the votes. You got to get the votes uh-huh. under your belt first. <laughs> got to get the votes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Sophie, you're at the turn. So you've got pick number four going into round two. Mm-hmm. Sophie Turner, Cru- let's go. Crucial <laughs> because the big I, the big three are kind of off the board. And here's where mm-hmm. things, in my opinion, get a little bit more strategic. And mm-hmm. uh, you got to get a little more, little, little more category savvy. Um, yes. What do you got? 
Okay. Um, well, the blockbuster category is definitely slim, but I don't know. I have a feeling that what I want in that category is going to be available to me later. Famous last words, Sophie. Let me warn you. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But I don't know. I'm feeling confident. So I'm going to go with poor things in comedy. Okay. Um, Shucks. This <laughs> this movie I saw at the New York Film Festival. It was definitely my most anticipated of the fest, and I love it. I saw it again with a Q&A with Emma Stone, and I just loved learning about her process and her performance because I think it's the best performance of the year. Um, this movie's hysterical. I, I was familiar with Yorgos's work and had seen pretty much everything, that he's made but was not expecting this this funny like i truly mm-hmm. laughed so hard um and for me it's it's the comedy of the year so i'm going poor things it's a good pick it's a great pick <clears throat> i wasn't going to pick it but i'm happy for you <laughs> uh i agree with you though i i didn't intend to laugh so much when i went to go see poor things and um i just uh, exceptionally funny i do think it's the funniest movie of the year i i went to go see it um by myself as i do with most movies because i have two young girls and my and my wife is so wonderful she stays home with the girls while i can go to the movies um she went with a friend a few days later and came back and she was like five-star movie that's like that's my movie of the year she hasn't seen my oppenheimer let's just clarify that but <laughs> she she loved poor things as well so um yeah i think poor things is is a wonderful movie from this year and it feels kind of like niche a little bit in the fact that like it is yorgos it is emma stone doing something new it's ruffalo kind of pulling like the downey jr card of like hey i'm back in dramas and comedies <laughs> and like doing other things like i think there's a lot of pieces um and probably the the most um unexpected final 20 minutes of of a movie in my opinion mm-hmm. of, of the year mm-hmm. um yeah i i can't comment I, it's probably my top thing that i haven't seen this year so um i'm happy for you <laughs> wow ben you got to get on that yeah it's a good that i didn't otherwise i'd probably be more upset right now so <laughs> coming from a guy who texted me a few hours ago and you were like firing up one last 2023 watch gotta get ready for the draft <laughs> if, if i could go to things. the movies while <laughs> at work i mean who wouldn't do that mm-hmm. that's true that's true yeah. uh okay so so if your talk of blockbuster category definitely um i feel i feel similar uh, I think blockbuster category category is exceptionally thin. It's very IP and sequel based, uh, and it, that's just like not not my cup of tea. Quite honestly, not not really. Save for a few, maybe a few out there. I won't reveal anything in case I'm able to snag it later. But with my second pick, I will be taking Barbie in blockbuster. Um, I feel like it kind of. I feel like it has to be picked. What was that um, build up? That whole build up was like, ah, it's fine. It'll be there forever. <laughs> like I don't have to worry about this at all. Okay, so now in blockbuster, I'm this. I thought for sure you were going with something else. I love it. I just the blockbuster category makes me nervous. I don't want to get stuck with something that I don't personally want on my mm-hmm. team. Um, and I feel like Barbie, especially when it comes to like votes for a winner, like 
Barbie's a big name, um, part of the the Barbenheimer phenomenon of the year. Um, big news that, that came out today will be a few weeks old by the time that this show comes out, but Barbie will be competing in adapted screenplay, not original screenplay. Um, big Oscar implications for this film, huge for Greta Gerwig, for Ryan Gosling, Margot Robbie. Like, I feel like it's a big cultural touch point of movies in 2023. Uh, and to me, it it is a very good summation of like the year in film. Um, I don't, I, I think if we didn't get Barbie this year, there's a kind of a different energy to the year in terms of what has come out. Oppenheimer, Killer of the Flower Moon, Anatomy of a Fall, these very kind of dark descending films about very intricate things. Um, so yeah, I like Barbie and uh, my daughter's going to be happy that I put it on my team. So that's what really matters here at the end of the day. Yeah, you got a vote locked in right there. It's good. They actually have they're five and two or five and three. They have uh, Twitter burner accounts, so we'll make sure we get that's keep winning votes rolling okay. here. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think that's like the obvious comedy choice. Or I mean, I guess you put it in blockbuster, but I think that was like one of the funniest movies of the year. Um, a ton of fun. I'm excited to see how it does in the Oscars. To be honest, like some of that below the line stuff, I think it's going to do really well. Dude. So. Do you do either of you think that Ryan Gosling actually actually has a shot at best supporting? Yeah, for sure. I think he has a chance to be nominated. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Dang. Dang. that was cold. Bringing the heat. <laughs> who's winning? Who's winning for you? Um, I think Charles Melton. Ooh. Wow, this is interesting. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so we can take your opinions with a grain of salt. It's like it's fine. It's not like you don't take it too seriously. That's good. It's good to know. <laughs> like, yeah, if I ran the Oscars, this is who would be winning here. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, I go with my heart consistently. I love it. <laughs> Got to respect. Yeah. Staying true. Staying true to the brand. Um, I think. He'll definitely be nominated. I genuinely don't think he's got to run a best supporting actor. I do think Barbie's going to take production design. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I, it's either that or poor things. But like, I think, I think you split. I think poor things takes costume. I think Barbie takes production. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and best original song probably for Barbie. Um, but mm-hmm. like I said, it it's a big you know touch point in the in the conversation of film for twenty twenty three. Ben. Yeah. You gonna round out round two here? Yeah. How you feeling? How you feeling about how things are shaking? We're it's been a while since we've been back to you. I know. I'm still <laughs> here. Uh, I mean, I've just been thinking the whole time. It's like, what do I do? Because I do have some categories that have less, you know, than uh, fewer options for me than I want, but they're also the ones. That, I don't know. All right, let's see. I'm I'm gonna get animated out of the way because that oh, one doesn't have a ton of options for me. So for you personally, or just like in general, for me personally, like, okay. Uh, there's, I mean, there's three that I'd be like fine with, but there's one that I really want to take and I just want to make sure I am able to get that. Um, so I'm going with my turtles and we're going to do you mayhem and animated. Nice. Um, Very I, nice. I love that movie. I did not expect it to be as good as it was. It really kind of caught me off guard. I know Spider-Verse is probably like the pick for, you know, most people. But for me, I had a better time with Mayhem. So I'm, yeah, I just want to take that. I just want to make sure I get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, uh, that's really the, the reason for this pick. Uh, so, Sophie, you recently watched this movie for the first time, right? I did. So 
in preparing for this draft, I had I there was one movie, the animated movie that I liked this year, but Slim Pickens for me, other than that. So I wanted to get some animated movies under my belt. And I had never consumed one single minute of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle content. It's insane. Um, <clears throat> you I know, had to I grew pick up, up my brain world. off the floor when you were texting us about this. <laughs> like, there's a rat dad? Yeah, I was I, like, wait, what the fuck? Have you never seen this? <laughs> just had no idea about this world at all. Um, but I loved this movie. It was so great. I had no idea that they were based in New York City. That was a fun surprise. Um, That's the craziest yeah, really thing awesome. to hear somebody be like, Ninja Turtles in New York? <laughs> Who would have thought? That's crazy. Ninja Turtles take New York. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> they live in the biggest subway system in the United States. That's nuts. Who would have thought about that? <laughs> crazy. Love crazy. It. Well, I'm glad that you watched it. I'm glad that you're introduced to the turtle world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will stand by the fact that the live action Ninja Turtles, number one, from the 90s, uh, kicks ass. It's it's pretty awesome, yeah. honestly. Um, really like it. Okay, Ben, back to you. You're at the turn. Back to me. I don't, I don't like this middle spot. I don't like it. I feel like I'm sandwiched in between two powerful competitors, and it's not fun. All right. You don't want to validate my feelings at all? You don't no, want to like... not at all. No. I'm focused. <laughs> you just want to move on. I got blinders on. Like <laughs> You deal with your emotions over there. I'm dealing with my emotions over here. Um, I can only be who I am. And, you know, part of that, we've talked about our other pod, Ethan, A24, love them. Mm-hmm. Drama, I'm going to take the Iron Claw. Oh, um, wow. That mm. quickly moved up for me this year. Drama wasn't necessarily thin, but my top choices are gone. Like the top three that I had are, they're gone already. So I'm like, okay, I'd be happy with what's left, but I'd be really happy if I still got Iron Claw. So um, I love that movie. I thought it was super powerful. Some, I mean, great cinematography. I've talked at length about how I really hope Zac Efron at least gets nominated because I think he did a wonderful job in this film, Um, but a great cast all around. And yeah, just my top 10 for the year. So I've got to have it. So Iron Claw and drama. Iron Claw rips. Very good film. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Dudes being dudes until they're not. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, pretty tough. Pretty, pretty bad go for a while there. Yeah. Uh, Sophie, have you seen the Iron Claw? I have seen the Iron Claw. You're, you're cold I was on it pretty though, mixed huh? on it. Yeah, I was yeah. a little mixed on it. I, I'm all for the renaissance of Zac Efron, of course. I think his performance was amazing, and I would love for him to get an Oscar nom. Um, but overall, it didn't, I don't know, maybe I'm just a cold, cold person, but it didn't really <laughs> hit me emotionally. <laughs> didn't hit you emotionally? You're like literally the first person I've ever heard be like, yeah, it didn't work on me. Yeah. yeah nope. I don't know. Maybe it was in oh. a funk that day. She's like, I've never been a brother either, so I don't give a shit. You know, you know, you know what? Cares. You know what it is. Even fucking Wonka pilled. That's the problem. <laughs> yes, you're like Wonka rules. Don't, don't uh, give that away. <laughs> trust me, I'm ready to. I'm ready to unleash the Wonka, the Wonka awards when they when the time comes. <laughs> um, yeah, I love the Iron Claw. Uh, very personal. Um, 
for me, not in terms of wrestling, but I, I had my um, best friend pass away in January of last year, I guess now. So about a year ago, uh, he was an amputee. He passed away due to cancer. Um, but so seeing Jeremy Allen White's character be an amputee and, and kind of go to the better place and, and feel some grass with his toes um, just absolutely unlocked me. And um, I felt I felt something I've never felt before in a, in a film. So Congratulations, Ben. I think the Iron Claw is a great pick. Very on brand, of course, with the A24. Had to do it. Yeah, got to do it. <laughs> okay, brings me back to me. So you've unlocked the animation category by taking Mutant Mayhem. Makes me curious to go that direction. Um, Aquaman doesn't qualify. <laughs> I know there's a lot of CGI, but I know you love Aquaman, but it doesn't count. Yeah, what's it called? Aquaman and the Lost DCEU? Or I can't remember <laughs> yeah. the title of the Aquaman, film. Aquaman, the end of the DCEU. <laughs> the end of the DCEU. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I am going to go in a category that nobody's picked yet. I'm going to go with action horror, and I will be selecting John Wick 4. I think okay. probably the the best actually definitely the best action movie of the year um john wick for rules and i remember when i went to go see it in imax um that overhead tracking shot of him just like going in the house that blaster i was like oh wow like i i didn't know we could do that in movies like that's really really cool um and i i think it is just a really really fun watch and it's surprising to me that when you get to chapter four get a little John Wick pump, like a little John Wick, you know, you know, blood back in the system because it feels like it's at the highest point the franchise has ever been. And we're four installments in. Um, So shout out to everybody on that movie. Uh, It fucking is awesome. It's a great movie. It's so good. It feels like one of the rare, if maybe only franchises where it keeps getting better, arguably, Mm -hmm. you know, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, I think this is a, a solid pick. Some great set pieces in here that you'll never forget. And I mean, those, those damn stairs, man, they'll, they'll do a number on you. What are we doing with the Academy? Not shortlisting this for sound. I don't know. The fuck is happening. Yeah. Get that overhead shot going for the Academy. They need to be guys. I haven't seen this movie. I was going to say you're being awfully quiet. <laughs> when I'm talking about John okay. Wick. <laughs> I haven't seen you know, it. I, yeah, I haven't seen it. I had every intention to. And then I watched the first John Wick film and I was like, cool, but not really for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I support y'all. I do. That's good. <laughs> Love it. It's, it's good. good. Got your support. I feel validated. <laughs> it's funny rewatching the first one because it was so close to becoming a straight to DVD movie. And when you mm. watch it, knowing that you're like, Oh, I can kind of see that. Like, the it's scenes. not like, it's good, but like, it's not awesome. But I think they really figured it out in two and then just like progressively just got better and better. But I feel you. Makes sense. I guess, I guess Sophie's a little bit excluded from this question. I mean, you can chime in if you want to give yeah. a totally uninformed answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> should, should they make a John Wick five, Ben? I, I mean, I don't know. I, Sure, let's do it. I don't. I don't want to give away too much, but yeah, let's do okay. it. I mean, they're coming out with Ballerina this year, which is like oh, a John yeah, Wick spinoff. Right. Um, I know we've gotten the show the on Continental. 
Peacock, I think. Yeah, which I haven't watched a minute of. I haven't heard anybody talking about that show yeah. at all. Um, so that doesn't bode well for the franchise. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. John Wick 4 is awesome. Uh, and I, I, I feel very happy. I honestly did not think I'd be getting to pick it up in action horror in the third round. So I'm very satisfied. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried going into the back half of this draft because I feel good. And that's never a good sign. <laughs> not a good sign. <laughs> not <all>. good. <laughs> okay. Oh Lord. Uh, Sophie, I think we're you. Yep. Back to me, Ethan. Thank you for not taking the movie that I wanted, which is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. <laughs> in animated. Uh, I thought you were going to okay. do it. You teased the it, animated category for a second. I got scared. I did. I did. I thought about it. <laughs> but, you know. Um, yeah, this this movie is absolutely incredible. I am a Spider-Man girl. I don't really care about any other superhero but spider-man um i watched into the spider-verse like way too late because i didn't think it was a movie for me um Mm. being animated which is just terrible and um i was so excited for this movie and to see it in a theater specifically um and i think it's perfect i i don't even know what to say i think the animation is my favorite ever um yeah, it, 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 another New York movie. I can't stop talking about New York movies. Um, but it's just so cool to see the places that you are every day. Like in this movie, you can see the subway stop that's two minutes from my house. Um, oh, nice. And okay. that's just, pretty cool. Which is magical. Yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's my movie. You, you're pro two-part for the Spider-Verse uh, breakup here? I mean... I don't really think I have an opinion. I knew, I'm glad that I knew going into it because you know how, mm. like, some people didn't know about Dune part one, part two. Like, yeah. I did. At <laughs> least I was prepared. <laughs> yeah. That's important going into a part yeah. one, part two. I can't yeah. imagine going into like a part one and then just being like, oh my God, we're not finishing the movie right now. <laughs> like, yeah. that would just be <laughs> shocking, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm a little I'm a little colder on Across the Spider-Verse than I think a lot of really? people are. Yeah. I don't I don't wow. know. Maybe I just like wasn't in the right headspace. I, I will tell you this, and this might be what negatively impacted my viewing experience. I went to go see it, and it is totally on brand with the part one, part two situation here. Because I went to go see it, I saw somebody that I knew at the theater, and I was like, What did you think of that movie? And the first thing out of their mouth, they were like, a uh, little disappointed. Didn't know it was a part one. And I was just like, oh, wow. I like I thought the marketing did a quite substantial job of like yeah. saying yeah. like this is part one. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I've never re- revisited it, even though it's been on Netflix for a few months. Um, it's just like not, and I love Into the Spider-Verse. I think it's great. But I just remember watching the movie, just being like, I ah, just, like, I don't know. I think the first one set the bar so high for me. Mm-hmm. We're just like, mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like we met that in the second one, but I probably just need to rewatch it. I mean, no, I think that's you know, valid. I'm with you. Like I, I'm higher on into the spider verse than across yeah. across is still like really great. But, uh, I remember leaving the theater, seeing into the spider verse and just walking out and just like talking to my partners. Like I may have just seen the best Spider-Man movie, like, which sounds crazy to say, but like <laughs> as a Spider-Man two diehard, I was like, 
this feels like sacrilegious to say, but that <laughs> might be like the best Spider-Man movie. Um, and Across the Spider-Verse like kept it up for sure. But like you said, Ethan, I think the bar was just kind of set there with Into the Spider-Verse. But it's also, I'm sure it's a viewing experience thing. Like having seen it in the theaters, it was totally different. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I loved it. Yeah. Raimi, Raimi trilogy. Where are you guys at? Where's your Raimi trilogy rank on the spot? I mean, I just said I'm a Spider-Man too. That's like, that's Rushmore two, comic book movies. Two, one, three. Is that how you go? I don't know who doesn't. Like that's that'd be crazy <laughs> to go in any other order, in my opinion. But if you have a different opinion on it, I would love to hear about it. Where do you at, Sophie? I'm the same. I, but I, I'm so high on three. Like I think three is amazing, and I don't understand the hate towards it big, at all. Big toe for Grace fan. Yep. <laughs> yep. Big on Topher. Yep. Big on Topher. Another New York um, movie, you know? She loves her yeah, New York cl- movies. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Should have seen it coming. Um yeah, it's it it's two one three. Let's let's set the record straight on that one. Uh okay. That rounds out round number three. We're officially halfway through this draft. Um we're gonna recap our teams at the very end. So uh, I don't think we need to do it now. I think we'll just keep on rolling. Animated, both of you guys have picked an animated spot here. Um Sophie, you've not picked a blockbuster, so it makes me a little nervous um, going into one of my picks here. And I have to vamp for a quick second because I have this data pulled up and I need to see if it qualifies um, because I need to know if you can pick it in another category or not. Uh, okay. I, I need to know what's safe and what's not safe because this could uh, directly impact my drafting uh, style here. Um, how's the draft going for you guys so far? You feeling pretty good? I'm feeling, I mean, I got Oppenheimer under my belt. You know what I mean? It's like, it's hard to feel bad right now. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's a really good movie and I'm super <laughs> glad to have it. So yeah, I say. Little flick, little yeah. flick by that guy. I've seen it twice. You know, that's how much I liked it. That's how much I liked it. I've seen it twice. So. Rookie numbers. Yeah. <laughs> don't pump those up. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. Um, what I was going to do, and I'm safe. I feel good about it. So I am going to, I'm going to go with comedy and I'm actually going to go with a heart pick on this one. One of my top five movies of the year. I'm going with, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. Nice. Um, this movie is just truly sublime, truly just um, gentle and delightful and so funny and so heartfelt. And Benny Safdie's, probably better in this movie than he is in Oppie. Um, I can't believe he was in both movies in the same year, which is yeah. insane. Uh, and, you know, what do we got to do to get Rachel McAdams uh, an Academy Award? Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. Uh, but Working on it. I love this movie. I just unapologetically think it's fantastic. Do you actually think Benny Safdie is better in this movie than Oppenheimer? Or if you had Oppenheimer, would you be like, you know what, Benny Safdie, this is his movie of the year? Well... That's a good question. Okay, no, it's, it's, good, it's a good That's, question. You said enough. You said it's, enough. No, I, I, I think he's, I think he's better in Oppenheimer, but I think he is much. I, I just, I think it's so fascinating with Benny Safdie, this, especially in 2023. Yeah, he, he's an Oppenheimer. He's an Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, and then he's in The Curse, just playing a total dunce asshole. Mm-hmm. So like, he's got the range. He can do it. Um, I actually ran into Benny Safdie as he was picketing for the SAG after strike on my way to see Oppenheimer in IMAX 70 millimeter when I was in New York 
and that was like that was like an all timer moment. Um, I didn't want to distract from the picketing, so it was just like, hey, I'm going to see Oppenheimer. You're in that movie. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't know. I think he's a cool guy. He's great though. And are you there, guys? Me, Margaret. That whole cast is great. Kathy Bates, like everyone's doing a great job. He's he's a fun dad for sure. Yeah, I love him in dad mode. It's so good. You and Rachel McAdams. That's like one of my performances of the year. So yeah. great movie. Yeah. You you just know that they, they get up to some freaky stuff when Margaret goes. <laughs> they, he, he gives that energy so hardcore. It's quite insane, to be honest. You had a much different read on that movie than I did, but I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. That's <laughs> why so they pay me the big bucks. Read yeah, in between yeah. the lines. <laughs> okay. Ben, you're out of pick. Yes, I am. Um, um, did we not skip me? Oh, on a double? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We? We've made an official huge... <laughs> Why didn't you say anything, Sophie? That our first episode, people are going to be like, have you ever drafted no, no, before? No, no, no. We got idiots on the pod. <laughs> no, no, no. I realized as you were talking, and also that wasn't going to be my pick. I'm actually glad that you picked that. So we could just go back to me. It's okay. Is that okay? We feel safe about this? Yeah, I, mean, I feel if good. she's going to take I, it and she's okay with it, yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. Yeah, I feel good. Wow. I feel really good. I, like I said, I hate being the second pick sandwich in between. I just jumped. I was just like, it's got to <laughs> come back to me. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. It's okay. I had this I, sense of relief where I was like, okay, it's my turn. The movie I want is there. And now that panic is coming back. <laughs> like, what is she going to take? Ooh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Ethan. Um. Okay. I'm still feeling good about Blockbuster. I'm not going to lie. I think you guys are not thinking about what I'm thinking in that category. So we're going to go action horror and I'm going to choose David Fincher's The Killer. God fucking damn it. That was my last. (laughs) That was my wild card play. Damn it. (laughs) I love it. I am so pissed right now. I'm (laughs) so mad. Uh, well, you you did go before me, so it's the least I could do. Um, the killer. It is incredible. David Fincher is one of my favorite filmmakers. Um, this movie is hysterical. Another. This could this go in comedy? Would you guys have let me pick this in comedy? Do you think? I, I would have been pro. That's where I had okay. it actually, but it's too late. Now. Really? Yeah. Movie's fucking hysterical. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, great movie. The dialogue is just absolutely insane. Um, I love David Fincher, but I I love his ability to also just get the best people in every realm. Like, the score is amazing. The cinematography is amazing. Like, he is just getting everyone together, and, like, he's just fitting all the puzzle pieces together, and I love that about him. Um, But, yeah, this movie... Is incredible. I haven't revisited it since it's been on Netflix, which maybe is my bad. Um, but I saw it at the New York Film Festival. It was so fun to see it in a theater. I wish everyone had that experience. So yeah, the killer. David Fincher's the killer is my pick. That sucks. I'm, I'm so <laughs> I don't, happy for I'm you. so mad at you. I just don't that was like my hidden gem. That was like, oh, people are going to skip over the killer for sure. Like, no, I guess I, I should have known with you, Sophie, we, we share much of the same, uh, yeah. you know, big picture overlap vibes. So, um, mm-hmm. that's no surprise. I, I saw the killer in a theater, uh, and I was like, eh, I don't know. And then I revisited a few days later in home, which is strange because that's like the opposite that most mm-hmm. people are kind of feel about this movie. 
really sound design um, benefits from a, from a theatrical experience for sure. But I rewatched it at home and I was like, whoa, like that, that, that might be one of Fincher's best. Um, and of course, like watch just like clips of it all the time. I have just countless screenshots as memes, um, you know, living amongst mm-hmm. the normies, just mm-hmm. constantly running through my head. <laughs> yeah. I think it really is David Fincher like in his bag and shout out to this guy who's just like, I'm going to get Netflix to pay me whatever I want to make a bunch of movies. Um, and one of them is going to be the killer about about Mm -hmm. this guy who just like fucks up at work and has to like make right. Yeah. He's great. Um, pretty great. I'm really happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) I love that first sequence all the way up to the point where he misses the shot. He's just like, fuck. Like, it's so (laughs) funny because we're, we're building up to him being like, great elites like perfect all this kind of stuff and then he just like botches it and it's like okay got it i know we're on board for now this is awesome um but then we kick right back into like high gear of him like driving around and like taking the gun apart throwing it into all the different like it's it's so well done um fastbender is i think he's always pretty good you know if not fantastic so uh mm-hmm. yeah it's that's a wonderful selection a lot of a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that's like kind of been going around Twitter here and there is truly fascinating. Of like what is VFX and what isn't, and like mm-hmm. what they did with a handheld camera versus like a steady cam and other things. Like it, it's really insightful into the film. Um, okay, well I guess it just skips over me. We just yes, go right on to Ben. <laughs> Uh, I guess we could say for these next two picks, I'm entering my carrot top era because I've got some props. That I'm gonna oh. be busting out here. Whoa! In action horror, doing talk to me. Um, it's a beautiful hand. Wonderful hand. I actually found my name on here, which I was no I way I'm happy about that or not. But is my name um, on there? I didn't think to look. That's a great. I'll, I'll do that <laughs> oh, while not listening to your next pick. <laughs> I'll, I'll see if your name is on here. Um, no, I mean, I thought it was great that Edith Piaf montage is, would be in my like Rushmore scenes for the year. Like I, I loved that. I thought that was awesome. It was a disturbing at certain points. Um, I, I recommended it to some friends and then I thought about their taste and I was like, wait, actually don't watch it. Cause you guys are going to be <laughs> mad at me, but just take my word for it. That's a really good movie. Um, so yeah, I mean, talk to me. I know it's another a 24, but again, I just, I am who I am. You know? Okay, Sam, you got it. Um, <laughs> Sophie, have you seen talk to me? I have seen talk to me. I think okay. I'm pretty lukewarm on it. It didn't super scare me. Which I know that's like such a lame thing to say, um, but I'm just not scared super easily. Um, but about I enjoyed it. it and I love that sequence. I love that song. Like that's mm. a song that I actually like listen to. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind good. of creepy, but it's good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I think the the opening sequence um, where like the guy stabs someone in the kitchen at the party is truly unhinged and i think it's crazy opening very very well done very smart very sundancey vibes which is where it came out of um yeah and you know shout out a24 for picking it up and putting it out and and doing good stuff um past lives is good uh yeah i i liked it a lot uh it's not one of my favorite movies of the year but horror films rarely are um i thought i thought it was a fun watch and it scary for me uh enough to where i'm like eh, i think i'm good i don't really need to revisit that 
little too we, scared. We aren't as badass as Sophie, I guess. We're easily scared. <laughs> yeah. So we're just chickens over here. <laughs> so we like, live in New York. You know, maybe <laughs> yeah. that's what it is. We should live in New York. That's what it is. She yeah. she encounters the Ninja Turtles all the time. She's she gonna does. be scared she of shit. Feels, yeah. yeah, she feels yeah. safe. <laughs> um, comedy. I'm gonna say wild card for last. Um, and for comedy. We're going with my favorite franchise of the MCU here. We're going with Guardians mm. of the Galaxy Volume 3, uh, which I loved so much more than Volume 2. I'm not a huge Volume 2 person, um, but I thought this one was so good. And I don't know, I had a great theatrical experience getting to see this. Um, and I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what to say about it. I just, I think this was a great wrap up for their story i'm curious to see what happens kind of at the end it's like star lord will return so who knows what's actually going to happen here with james gunn now taking over dc but i I love the conclusion to it all and i'm just excited to get it because that's like i don't think it's on a lot of people's top 10 of the year but for me personally i really loved this movie so happy to have it do we want to take a quick sidebar on like how we're feeling about the mcu right now if you want, oh boy. If you want. <laughs> I, I, I will ask the person who canceled their MCU podcast how he feels about the MCU right now. <laughs> yeah, guilty as charged, man. The MCU is in the sh- fucking shithole toilet yeah. right now. Tough, yeah. tough, uh, tough bones. But, you know, Guardians was good. I have my problems with it. But what you can't deny is that it brought the first fuck to the MCU. Yeah, it did. Pr- pretty big win. Uh, and that scene in particular really worked on me. I yeah. thought that I thought that was very smart and well done. And you're big um, on animal torture, so I know you really like that yeah. aspect of it as well, so it's understandable. Yeah, huge yeah. bro. Hates, <laughs> hates women, loves to torture animals. That's me. Uh, you got me pegged. Um, how are you feeling about the MCU, Sophie? Um, I used to be so in, like I really was, but yeah. it lost me a bit with the TV shows. I think Guardians volume three like will in 10 years will we think back like oh that was the last great mcu movie maybe i hope not but um i like this movie a lot volume three is definitely my favorite of the guardians films and i can't believe i'm about to say this but the story about the raccoon hit me harder emotionally than the iron claw (laughs) (laughs) that's that's definitely in clipped. That's our sound bit for sure. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. I might yeah. agree with you though. As much as Iron Claw hit me, I think I might agree with you. <laughs> Guys, it's a CGI raccoon. It it's works. not Zach Efron crying about losing his brothers. It's Mr. Real Maestro people. himself. You're your your dude. You're trying to give him an Oscar. I'm raining it in. I'm raining it in. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three in comedy for you, Ben. Congratulations! It, is it my pick? Should I just ask every time before <laughs> it's just to double idea. check? It's my pick, right? <laughs> it is your pick. You said it is your pick. Wonderful. Okay, I've got animated and wild card left to go. I feel pretty good that I'm going to save wild card. Um, I'm going to go with animated, and I'm going to go with what I really consider the only good animated film left on the board here. I I think there are fine animated films. I think this one, of course, is um, in a category and an echelon of its own. Uh, Hayao Miyazaki's The Boy and the Heron. Beautiful film that is incredibly complex and hard to break apart. And I I am like living that in real time. I need to revisit it. I need to re-see it. Um, I, I think it's more confounding than I expected. I think it's more confounding than a lot of people expected. 
I think it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Tells a very important story. Um, and I think much like I said earlier about Killers of the Flower Moon, I think it's really fascinating to put it under the lens of like Hayao Miyazaki entering the end of his career, mm-hmm. what was potentially pinned as his last movie for a very long time. And, and what that means, like, what does that mean for legacy and time and stories? And, and what does that mean for studio Ghibli? Like when Miyazaki goes away um, and, yeah. and things like that, that are so clearly portrayed in the film. Um, I really like the boy in the hair and I can't wait to watch it at home. Um, I just think it's a, v- a very consuming, smart animated movie. Uh, I, I I can't believe that I got it. I feel really good about that. It's a solid pick. I, I haven't seen it, but Miyazaki doesn't fail that often, if at all. So um, I think if you can get him in the fifth round, that's a that's a good pickup. <laughs> fifth round, totally. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I I have a diff- uh, interesting relationship with Miyazaki. I think I'm someone who appreciates his films um, more than. I connect with them and adore them and rewatch them. Um, But I can't deny this movie. It's beautiful. Um, I know the love that people have for it. And yeah. It's high praise for a movie not based in New York. (laughs) You should be happy, Ethan. High praise. High praise. (laughs) High praise indeed. Uh, Look, I just quite frankly, I did not want to get stuck with the Super Mario Bros movie. Um, Haven't seen (laughs) Elemental and I thought Nimona was cute, but I thought it was just fine. So um, that's like that was my animated uh, slate that I Mm. that I had to run through here. Um, And I think I said this earlier, but I can't believe that I feel good round five and that is sure to spell my demise on Twitter for sure. (laughs) So um, Sophie. You've got to end round five and kick off six, and then you're going to be the first person done drafting. Wow. Okay. This feels awesome. Like, because I feel good right now, and now I have two more picks. Yeah. So, see what I'm saying? Wow. Okay. You, I feel it's like you shouldn't feel this way. It's a little strange. <laughs> I know. Well, that just that just proves how good of a year this was it, because I think we all feel happy with what we have right now. True. Let, let me ask you real quick then: If you didn't have the killer going into this round, would you? Would you feel similar? I think I would. Oh, wow. Okay. So you just totally fucked with me. You just picked the killer because you could. You were like, you were like <laughs> I got to have it. You were just like, yeah, no, it's pretty good. Hey, why not? I got to have my Fincher in there. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I guess it doesn't matter what category I go in first, um, but we'll save Blockbuster for last just, just to say Suspense. we did that. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm dying to know so, what this movie is. Honestly. Yeah, me too. I'm dying. We're talking about it the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is this? Yeah. All right. Um, in Wild Card, I am going to take May, December. God. Whoa. Um, Damn it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, this was the opening night film of the New York Film Festival. It really set the tone for the experience, and I absolutely loved it. Todd Haynes is a filmmaker who I wasn't super familiar with. I'd seen Carol like a couple of years ago. Um, I watched Safe, I think it's called, um, like a week before the festival to prepare for it, and I was just absolutely blown away by this movie. Um, I mentioned Charles Melton earlier in the pod, but... I think he's incredible. I never watched Riverdale, but now I am a fan. (laughs) Um, I think his performance is incredible acting as like this repressed, abused person. Um, And 
the discourse around this film is very interesting. Um, it's a comedy to me. I had it in, I was going to draft it in the comedy category if Poor Things was gone. Um, I think it's okay to say that it's a funny movie while also being a movie that's dealing with very difficult topics. Um, but overall, I just think the performances are amazing. I love Todd Haynes and his work. Um, yeah, some all-time scenes, some all-time line readings. I love May, December. Did it did it make you more pro or anti hot dogs? Oh, pro for sure. Gotta be pro. Gotta be pro. <laughs> yeah, May May December is interesting. Um, I haven't revisited it, but I was um definitely like not as high on it as other people when I saw it, and I do think um again like partially that's because. I, I did get the chance to see it, not at the New York Film Festival, so n- not in New York, Sophie, not as cool, but um, <laughs> it was at my local cinema, um, and I got the chance to see it in 35mm, which was pretty cool. The people in front of me very, very clearly didn't identify with the type of comedy that was happening, and so every time that somebody laughed around them, they like looked around at people <laughs> and to imply, like, please stop laughing. Um, and so, like... Yeah. I was very much on eggshells, like the whole movie of like, oh, hope I don't laugh at the wrong part. Like, I, I hope yeah. I'm in the clear by these guys in front of me. They left early. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know what? RIP to their movie going experience because they did miss out on a banger. I think May, December is, uh, is excellent. And the more that I think about it, the more that I admire it, especially kind of that final monologue that we get from Natalie Portman. Um, May, December, are we going to pick up any Oscars, any Academy Awards? Original Charles screenplay? Bell, right? Charles, okay. Well, yeah. We're being serious here in the real world. <laughs> Come on, he has a chance. That's he one does. of the best ending scenes I've seen this year too. Like that was really pretty funny. Like just the what all this was like leading up to. I'm like oh my god, like that's <laughs> actually hilarious. So I think this is a solid yeah. choice. Yeah, it's good. Good. Um, okay. Well, I don't want to vamp anymore because I I really fucking want to know what your blockbuster <laughs> pick is. We've been teasing it for. Six rounds almost. Is it still All there? Right, well, it's, it's still available. It's still there. It's still there. Wow. You arguably couldn't really take it in any other category. Okay. No, this is fascinating. You're taking the flash. <laughs> no, I have not seen the flash. Come on now. Um, I wish I hadn't seen the flash. No. <laughs> so one thing. Oh, I know me- what you're taking. <laughs> I figured it out. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. I'm I'm positive I know what it is. (laughs) One thing about me is that I'm a Swifty. God, I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) Going for the Swifty heads. So I will be taking Taylor Swift to the Eras Tour, which made lots and lots of money at the box office. It really did. (laughs) I, you know, I can't really speak to how good this film actually is but as someone who loves taylor swift this experience is spiritual um she's the best this is the best tour of all time um i originally didn't really feel passionate about going to see this movie at a theater because the theater is a special sacred place for me and i didn't want to be like screaming running around as much as I love my Swifties, that's not really the atmosphere that I wanted to experience this in. But I ended up seeing it at a drive-in, which was just the perfect experience because I got to scream in my car um, with friends and it was awesome. So I love this movie. I knew 
neither of you would take it in Blockbuster. So I felt safe leaving it for last. It's a solid. How did you? How did you know pick. though? How did you know that wasn't my <laughs> wild card pick? That's what I want to know. One thing I will say is it may not be the only concert movie we talk about tonight. So. Whoa. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, okay. Ben, I'm not as surprised. <laughs> I, I will say it, it was on my short list of wildcard picks. I think strictly from a Twitter vote perspective, someone catches that. Mm. You got a good vote right there. Um, I, I'll commend you mm -hmm. on that. Did you get the chance to go to the Ares tour in person? I did. I attended the Ares tour twice and it was the best concert I've ever been to, mm -hmm. even though I was like, at the very top row. It didn't matter. Yeah. I, I did get the chance to go as well. Um, pretty close to the top row, much like you. Um, I did see <laughs> someone, um, the couple, the, the guy in front of us uh, proposed during uh, the <gasps> Romeo and Juliet song, which is pretty exciting. I, the Romeo and Juliet song. Exactly. So um, that, <laughs> that proves my point. I only listen to Taylor Swift really because my wife and my girls love Taylor Swift. They listen to it all the time. Like my, my children know the full songs. Like it is frightening how much they know of Taylor Swift and her songs. Um, that moment, it it did make me cry in person. I was just like, I think we've peaked as humanity. Like this is what we were made for is like having the mm -hmm. Eras tour and people like saying their love for each other. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. I didn't see the movie because I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you I'm lived it too, and you saw the movie, so yeah, you could have both. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's you can't argue against it, you know. It's the successes there, all the stuff seeing on Twitter of everyone like dancing in the theater, and like it totally makes sense. I haven't seen it, but um, yeah, I'm happy for you. I'm, What's your relationship to Taylor Swift, Ben? Uh, we're enemies, so yeah. Really? Whoa! Yeah. <gasps> What'd you do? Why is she mad at you? She broke up <laughs> with happened? me, so it's just like, I don't want to talk about it. It's this whole thing, so it's fine. All right, all right. Oh, wow. That does seem like a tender spot. I won't pry. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of songs about me, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that finishes off your team. Sophie, do you want to read your team now, or do you want to wait until we all finish drafting? Let's wait. Okay, we'll wait. Um, I think it's my pick. Yeah. I think I get mm -hmm. I get to finish out my wild card pick now. So May December was definitely up there. Airs tour was definitely in the conversation. I think there's a there's quite a substantial amount of good things left on the board, um, especially when you look at things in terms of Academy Award prospects and and what's coming into season and what might be some of you know the the best or better movies of the year. I will not really be going in that well i guess i am going in that direction actually i lied to myself and to you guys because i can't trust your preamble i can I'm, never trust it it's like it doesn't mean anything you can go in a totally different direction because somebody left snoopy on the floor of the vestibule it's maestro uh -oh. or wild card i'm not reining it in i'm punching my ticket on the maestro train because even though it is quite fundamentally flawed what the fuck do we have to do to get Bradley Cooper an Academy Award? Because if it isn't this, I don't know what it is. Um, capital A acting, capital M movie. Um, I, it's got all the parts. Like I, it, it, it just worked on me. I'm excited to rewatch it. I'm excited to watch it for a third time. Like I loved this movie. That was really great. And um, I think right below the Trinity test is Bernstein conducting 
Mahler's number two symphony in the church from Maestro. I think that's like right up there for scene of the year, in my opinion. Um, Maestro rules. I love it. It's great. I have literally nothing to add to this because I have not seen it. Uh, I think. Killing me. I, I mean, I don't know if, if he couldn't get it for a star is born. Like, I, I don't I don't know. I'm interested to see what happens here. I know you're super high on it. I just don't see it winning anything at all. And I say this proudly as someone who has not seen the movie. <laughs> it is not going to win anything. Um, I don't know. I'm curious. We'll see what happens with it. I want him to win for Rocket. That's what I want him to win for, not for Maestro. God, just imagine. Imagine the freaking human Chernobyl that'll happen if, if we're like, yeah, Bradley Cooper nominated for a CGI raccoon. Love it. Yeah, wow. Where are you at, Sophie? Yeah, Maestro's, Maestro? Maestro's good. Um, God damn. I think, <laughs> I think I agree with you when you say that it's flawed. Um, I think this is a movie that I was so highly anticipating because I'm such a fan of A Star is Born and was really curious where Bradley Cooper's direction was going to go. Um, And I think it was just okay. I think the standout performance to me is Carrie Mulligan. Mm -hmm. And so if there were to be an Oscar given to Maestro, that is what I would want it to be for. Um, He's trying things. I think this makes me like still excited about what's to come for him. Um, he's obviously a passionate guy. Um, so yeah, I think my show's good to put it lightly, <laughs> but yeah. I'm not mad that you have it. I don't. Uh, okay, cool. Wait, the freaking salt in the wound. Love to see it. The killer just blinking in bright neon lights, a la boogie night style yeah. right in front of my face. Um, I, I get it. It is a fundamentally flawed film. I kind of think that's like part of the magic of the movie, in my opinion, is that like it is Bradley Cooper very knowingly like making a, a movie kind of about Bradley Cooper and is like, hey, what do I got to do to be great? Um, and, and you know, maybe um, maybe I'll never be great. I, I, I do think realistically, I, I think it's a very strong shot to win. Uh, makeup and hairstyling, especially now that Priscilla is not on the short list. I think that would have been a tough competitor. I see it getting in for original screenplay, and I think Bradley Cooper puts up a fight for, for best actor. It might still be Killian Murphy's to lose in that category, but oh lord, watch out for Bradley Cooper. The guy's been nominated nine times. It, it, I don't know. I just think anything could happen, especially with this kind of a movie. Old, someone trying to do old Hollywood about someone that the Academy very dearly cares about um, that performed in the halls that a lot of people see these movies in and in the, in the, in the theaters that a lot of people watch these films. in. so um, I'm happy with it. And I knew neither of you would really um, juice me up about it. So I was expecting that, but it still hurts. I got to be honest. It's okay though. We'll move on. As long as you're happy about it. That's what matters. You're, yeah, you're, you're happy. happy I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, wild card had a lot of really good theater going experiences this year. Um, and two of them were rooted in um concert movies, you know, and neither of those were the era's tour. Uh, it was Stop Making Sense and mm. Renaissance. Um, as someone who already has two A24 movies on here, I don't want to do half of my list with A24. I also don't know that like re-releasing a movie from 40 years ago counts as a new <laughs> release. So 
I am going to take Renaissance by Beyonce. Uh, it kind of floored me watching that movie. She is also an artist. I'm not going to pit two queens against each other, you know, but she's a, a wonderful artist. If you've watched Homecoming, like her Coachella performances, like that is a great film as well. Obviously, there's Lemonade, but this film, I mean, I cried and I did not expect to go to this movie and, and cry at some point in it. Um, but it was so good. It was a real powerful experience. Um, I, I recommend it to anyone who, you know, likes your music even a little bit. Uh, I think it's really well done. Gives you a good perspective on the new album. I think it makes you appreciate it a little bit more in some of the old hits as well. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just want to do something a little different. So wildcard, I'm taking Renaissance. I gotta, I love that. Gotta give it to you. I'm happy for you. Thank you. You're happy. I'm happy. I, I, yeah. The real I maestro, Beyonce. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I don't really listen to Beyonce. I'm kind of. It's kind of a hidden fact about me. I don't. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Um. So I, I got. No, I got nothing to add here, Ben. I'm really it's, sorry. It's all good. That's. I feel the same about maestro. So we're. In- <laughs> We're in a good spot. Don't you worry. don't listen to Leonard Bernstein in your free time? Just like fucking no. ripping West Side Story? No, he also broke up with me. We also had a falling out, so I don't listen to his stuff either. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, you can't, yeah. can't win them all. Yeah. Did you see Renaissance, Sophie? I didn't, but I, I, I intend to. I'm very curious. I've never seen Beyonce in concert I honestly don't know if I've even watched any of her concert films or visual albums or anything I'm a casual Beyonce listener um but I'm very interested in this tour I think I was on like a renaissance tour side of TikTok um so I I saw a little bit little little bits and pieces and liked what I saw so I I'm fully intent to see this film little moosh boosh to the real thing (laughs) Yeah, I highly recommend. I mean, obviously, like Lemonade's great, but the Homecoming, her Coachella performance, like that's, there are times in there as like someone who edits video for a living where I was just like, what the fuck? Like, how did they do that? You know, like there's certain aspects of it. Um, and then Renaissance kind of carried that over as well. Um, so yeah, I don't know. If you're watching it, I'd love to hear what you think about it. But I mean, I have Barbenheimer, but I have Babenheimer. So I'm really super excited about this. <laughs> Congratulations to you. Congratulations to us, honestly, yeah. for completing our first draft with only re- one really big fuck up done by me. Um, I feel good about it. I'm, I'm happy. We made it to the end. Uh, do we want to read our teams? Um, and then do it. maybe some very quick, like yeah. honorable mentions if, if rounds would have um, kind of kept going. Ben, you had the first pick. Why don't you read your team first? Okay. Uh, in drama, I took the Iron Claw. In comedy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Action horror, I went with Talk to Me. Animated, I took the best animated movie of the year, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Uh, blockbuster, little film called Oppenheimer. Again, I recommend you guys check it out. I don't know if you've seen it, but you should look at Yeah, I watched it twice. And then in Wild Card, I took Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. What about you, Sophie? What did you get? All right. In drama, I took Celine Song's Past Lives. In comedy, I took Poor Things. In action horror, I took The Killer. In animated, I took Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. In blockbuster, I took Taylor Swift, The Heirs Tour. And in wild card, I have May, December. And I'm feeling good. That's, again, famous last words. Godspeed. (laughs) Godspeed on your journey to a a W here. Um, (laughs) All right, my team. In drama, I took Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, 
kind of a really great movie. Um, comedy. I took Are You There, kind God? Of. It's me. It's, Are You There, God? It's me, <laughs> Margaret. Action horror. John Wick 4. Animated. The Boy and the Heron. In Blockbuster. I took Barbie. And Wild Card, I took Maestro. I also, I, I gotta be honest, I kind of got everything I wanted except Oppenheimer. And I guess The Killer really got me over on that one. But I, I felt pretty good. How are you guys feeling after the first draft? Honestly, the only thing I really wanted that I didn't get was past lives. Like that was it. So I feel I'm happy with my team. Iron Claw okay. is a good backup for drama for me. So I'm stoked. Yeah, I feel good. At least at least we have an op new op and mommy. I'm passing the crown. To <laughs> I'll change my title next time. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I'll introduce you as op and mommy, mommy <laughs> actually. Um yeah. just to be just to be safe. Perfect. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that we kind of we left some big international players on the board. All of us, uh, sorry, um, Anatomy of a Fall and the Zone of Interest, not picked up here in the in this pod. Um, I know those are kind of like going wide in twenty twenty four, but they would still qualify for this draft. Um, the Holdovers was kind of high up on my comedy list. Didn't get didn't get chosen. Um, and honestly, I was really hoping someone would pick up Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, so we could like just talk about how cool Top Cruise is. It is pretty cool. Didn't happen, uh, but that's okay. I feel good about our teams. I'm happy that we did this. Um, and I guess now we just wait and see what happens on Twitter. We're going to put out a poll. This episode is going to drop on Tuesday. We're going to put out a Twitter poll for people to vote on Friday. Am I getting that right? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Yep. Cool. So people have the weekend to decide. If you haven't seen any of these movies, obviously we recommend that you check some of these out. Um, and yeah. I'm excited for our next draft. What's our next draft? Do we know? Uh, we should know. Feel on the spot now. I don't remember which one it is. Yeah. Oh, I think it. Um, actually, I just know which one I'm on. I don't know. <laughs> I think we're all on the next one. You know what it we is, are. Ethan? Are you just putting us on the spot? No, I'm genuinely is waiting for you guys Tarantino? to tell me what it is. Tarantino collaborative draft. Whoa. And Tarantino. Wow. Tarantino collab draft. Working together. That's going to be a competitive blood, blood collab. Bat. We're not working <laughs> together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about it though. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good draft. Um, so be sure to tune in for that next week. Uh, be sure to listen and subscribe to the Movie Draft Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like I said, new episodes are gonna release weekly on Tuesdays. We'll see you then. Bye.